Oh. Episode 17, I think. This is episode 17. This is, I, you know, I, I don't know. Because this week you have not released an episode yet. I know. And so, you know, how so would I know? Let me count. Hold how would I know? Me. And I got to imagine there are listeners are in the same boat, Bondo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of them didn't go work out because we didn't release a goddamn episode. And what are they supposed to do at the gym? Listen to Chael's podcast or some shit? Okay, so that means... I don't think so. Okay, so yeah, this is episode 17. If my math is correct, and as we know, my math is always correct. Um. Yeah, yeah. You so welcome, also- everyone, to episode 17 of Children of the Beast. You, you should never uh, talk about the prowess or lack of prowess on your math and then just have a two-digit number. We're coming in hot, episode 17. Children of the Bees. Hello, it's me, Andrew, <laughs> here with my laughing brother, Carlos. Hi, welcome. Rob. Welcome to the pod, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Agreed. And by here, I mean my house and your house, respectively. Because <laughs> once again, once again, the Rona. Uh, you know, yeah, man. Yeah, it's 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 the times we're living in. Again, it's not that neither of us in. have it, hopefully. Well, I guess me, uh, right? Me. That's why well, I'm separating well, myself. And that's the thing is that, like, I, I cannot take any chances just because Michael's doing so well. Sure. There's no fucking way. It just doesn't, you know, I yeah. mean, listen, it could happen this morning when I had to go to Home Depot to get a valve, you know, but I, I'm not a fucking mass denier. I'm not a science denier. And more than that, and this is what we need as a society. Don't be a denier of the shit you know that you don't know. Yeah. Too many people yeah. are, are like, like on the inside, they feel one way. But when they're having a conversation, it's like they cannot be honest about the fact that they don't know what they don't know. And it's so crazy because people make financial decisions that are horrible, health decisions that are horrible, personal like relationship decisions that are horrible. Just because you can't say, there's a difference between saying, I don't know. Or I pretend there's never anything I don't know. I don't know is normal. I pretend there's nothing I don't know is a fucking problem for you and for everybody around you. Like, that's just, that's just all I want. I mean, it's the same with this, the voter fraud and all that. Like, you don't know. Am I discounting? No, of course not. I was alive when Bush stole the election and 9-11 saved them from the scrutiny. Okay. So I'm not fucking discounting that that's a possibility. <laughs> But what I am saying is you're bitching like the side you criticize and they do the same thing. You know, like you, you guys, you're the same type of pussy. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, there's so many articles from 2016, 2018 of Democrats complaining of exactly that voter fraud. So to pretend that it doesn't happen is probably silly, but also to pretend like it's going to make a difference. Also equally. Silly. And, 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 and I'll say two things regarding the election because I'm so over it. One is this is like two ugly girls disputing the findings on who's prom queen. Two, this also is like two shitty boxers and one of them saying he won the split decision. Doesn't argue it was a split decision. Listen, don't get me wrong. This was a shit fight, but I was a lesser shit fighter than that shit fighter with both shit. Oh, so that's your pride? That's what you're bringing to the table? Like, like, get, get some fucking dignity. And if the guy that you admire has that little dignity and fucking pride, what does that say about you admiring them? Come on, dog. Come on. Come on, dog. 
come on. That's like you are the toughest guy who is a George Zimmerman fan. That doesn't make sense. That just doesn't <laughs> Not at all. Not you know one I mean? like, lick of sense. Jim Kennedy's like, my best friend, John Zimmerman. What? Like, no, that would never fucking happen. You know what I mean? like, so, uh, but anyway, so let me get you this. Let me rapid fire you with my vinegars. Please. And if you've hit heard it, everyone, if you heard it, you say something. Okay. If you haven't, but you're curious, then I'll expand. Okay. And if not, we plow through. So wait, do you want me to interrupt the news each one? Much. Do you want me to interrupt with each one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because you know, well, because the thing about it is that I'm old. Okay. I, I read, the, I read okay. the news like, yeah. like, the, all, like news. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a lot more specific information about topics that are a little more hot in your generation rather okay. than the overall news. <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Okay. So <laughs> the first one. <laughs> this is this is the one that you saw. Yeah. On paper. So. Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I heard about this. I know all this. Let's get into this. My eye with the tweeters, of course. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not pro or against. You know, I like the Candace is going against the grain. What's expected of her? I do think that she teeters on being a a Auntie Tom a little bit. You know, but whatever, whatever. That's her prerogative, and it's making her some money, and it's a brand. So I see her her thing. Definitely making her money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's for what I hear. I mean, yeah. I'm not a fucking CPA or a forensic accountant, <laughs> but I hear she's, yeah. she's making more than yeah. me. So, <laughs> make money, make money. So, <laughs> so I see that she's like, she tweeted something to the effect of like, bring back manly men. Yeah. Right. And then Ben Shapiro, the same thing. And I was like, well, what the fuck are we talking about? Because to me, Ben Shapiro is a little bit of a bitch. You know, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I, absolutely. I agree with him in some regards and everything. That being said, uh, I don't think I could ever hang out with him for more than a drink that is like through an acquaintance. Well, and because like, I end up smacking the fuck out of him because well, I don't like, like people that talk tough, but I know they're not tough. Well, like, and exactly like right, if we if we're leaning into this idea of masculinity and what makes a macho man, Ben Shapiro is not that by any but, means. But, but, but see, here's the thing: you're gonna like where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, I know you're gonna like where I'm. That's what I've been excited about this. Okay, so. This gentleman, Harry Styles. Do you know who that uh, is? Do you know who he I is? I think he was in a boy band. Yes, One Direction. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, I've only known because ever since that band existed, which I think has been like 10 years already, like it's been a while back. Yes? I don't know. Uh, I'm all I expert. know is that he was like the one that was like, like their dreamy one. Like you would always see things on the gossip uh, rags. Okay. <laughs> him dating the Taylor Swift or the whatever young pop starlet or whatever. So anyway, uh, he's, I uh, guess, a fashion icon in pop culture, whatever the fuck it is. He did the cover of Vogue and this motherfucker's wearing full-on dresses and gowns. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I saw this. Now, I'll say, I'll say a couple of things. I love fashion, right? I don't have a lot of criticisms towards fashion except for people pretending that an unattractive body is empowering. I don't like that shit. If you're into fashion, get your ass in shape so you look like the model, men and women, because you're so into fashion, aren't you? Like, if you're into football, you don't put on the football garbs being a fat fuck, right? So that's all I'm saying, if you're so into fucking fashion. Anyway, the kid, is he's a good-looking kid. He's into fashion. I find that he looked interesting in the dresses from an artistic perspective, sure. you know? Would I encourage that in my sons? No. Why? Because I have an antiquated point of view. I don't give a fuck. I'll own that shit. But that doesn't mean that I seem effeminate because of that. 
Yeah. I seem effeminate because of the last 10 years prior to that. <laughs> sure. He's an effeminate man. The dress is not at fault here. Right. So Candace Owens, talk to girls. Talk to the women. It's your fault. You have been fucking men and rewarding them with sex for doing pussy shit. And this is what happens. If you guys hadn't been fucking those dudes for the last 10 years, no guy would think, I can rock this fucking skirt. Because uh, let me tell you another thing. One of my idols rocked the skirt to zero controversy back in the 90s. One Mr. Axel Rose wore a goddamn kilt on stage with a white t-shirt, not much different from what I'm wearing. And the motherfucker rocked it. You know what I'm saying? So I have no problem with that. My man, William Wallace. Mel Gibson. Braveheart, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson, S several dresses, several dresses. Yeah, have no problem with it. I so the clothes don't make him manly or not manly. Sure, he's not manly. Yeah, and, him and as so an now, individual. And so now we go to the other part of that. I'm going with this. This is the fashion industry. The fashion industry is always trying to androgenize people. Yeah. How many fashion trends that women fall into are perpetuated by gay stylists who are not erect by the side of a woman, but somehow they're the authority of what looks good on a woman? A hard dick is the authority of what, a, what looks good on a woman. Not a gay dude who's into dicks. Sorry. And they go and hear him, and now you see bangs cut like a moron. Of course, the gay guy's having fun with your hair, dumbass. Oh, you know what's cool? Rail thin, and you should look like you never eat food. That's a gay dude talking. Not a real dude. Real dude's like, you know what? A lot of real dudes like a plumper girl. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the rail thin shit, that's gay dudes convincing low fucking uh, self-esteem having model girls to not eat. Also, perpetuating cocaine use, which I celebrate. So we'll you. <laughs> It's going a lot of but what I'm angles. saying is that we're getting our cues from the wrong people. That's all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're getting well. the cues from the wrong people. Now, I disagree with fat girls. I do. I like a curvy girl that's in like in shape, you know, and I also like skinny girls, like thin girls. I, I'm attracted to that. I still like an ass. I like boobs. But <laughs> but I do think that the curvy thing has given way to us not saying someone's fat. And a sure. lot of times a guy will take a fat girl because he's not willing to fucking get thinner himself. So he figures, well, this is what I'm bringing to the table. That's what I got to put up with, which is not healthy, my man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that shit is not healthy. So to Candace Owens, to Ben Shapiro, and to all of them, I say, it's not the clothes. So you're saying, I feel like what you're saying is like, they're directionally correct, but like specifically they're wrong. They chose the wrong example and they chose to criticize the wrong part of that person. Okay, but directionally, they're on the right path. Uh, I do think that directionally they're on the right path for several reasons. I mean, I've told you this before as my brother and I've, and I've said it to younger people and I say it to anybody until somebody can have a decent argument against it, which has never happened. A woman want a real man. They want a real man. But you know what's a good close second? A malleable pussy. They'll settle for a malleable pussy because it's convenient. And because some of the guys that they're attracted to, they're too much work because they're the guy that they're attracted to. So you're not just going to tell that motherfucker what's what all the time and dress him 
and tell him to take your picture 19 fucking times so that you can still apply 22 <laughs> filters to it, that guy's going to tell you to fuck off. Or he's going to find a girl who's cool. It's not pestering like a woodpecker all the fucking time. So that's what's up with that. Okay, move on to your next item of vinegar. <laughs> oh, all right. On to, on to happier news. Uh, we already hit the liberals and conservatives being the same. <laughs> uh, you know, before I get to happier news, I got to stay in this a little bit. But um, North Dakota. What North Dakota do? North Dakota held Sturgis, the motorcycle rally, where about 300,000 yeah, okay. people yeah. descend near Mount Rushmore Didn't in North Dakota and Sturgis. This was earlier in the year. I believe it's around March or April. Not sure. Okay. But of course, at the time, the numbers and the numbers there hadn't really gotten out of control because it's a little more secluded. It's not as yeah. tourist friendly. Well, no one has called them out on this, but they were like, we're America. We don't give a fuck. We do that. And I only know that Sturgis happened because I follow a lot of rock and roll people and I follow a lot of bikers on social media. <laughs> and there was guys that hadn't missed the fucking motorcycle rally in 20 years. Right. Like, like Ricky Rackman. Yeah. Ricky Rackman's like I, I a statesman of rock and roll. Okay, so he was a VJ for K-Rock in L.A. for like 30 years. He owned okay. the Cat House, a bunch of uh, bars. He's always been in with uh, the whole scene, the whole okay. rock and roll scene in L.A. Grew up with Axel, with Motley Crue, with the guys from Cantor's Deli, like all the scene, right? And so Ricky Ratman was like, yep, we were halfway to North Dakota. And the amount of people that I saw, he's like, they fucking turned their RV around. We're like, fuck all this. <laughs> he had never missed it, dude. It's like he That's fucking incredible. turned around, around, right? And so there's also a show that used to be on uh, True TV or something that's called uh, Full Throttle Saloon, which is about a bar Sounds that's awful. out in North Dakota, okay. which is owned by a couple of bikers, blah, blah, pretty cool. Again, rock and roll bikers is the kind of shit that was my my thing. And so Jamie and I always watched it. So I follow <laughs> the one of guy course. that owns part of that bar. Sure. His name is Jesse James Dupree. He's the singer for a band called Jackal. Which is an 80s band. Oh, I know band. Jackal. Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. the chainsaw. Get the chainsaw. That's right. <laughs> First of all, we, we can dedicate a whole song. fucking podcast to the song. guy that tuned the chainsaw perfect to get the right pitch for his solo. It's, a it chainsaw solo. But I digress. It is fantastic. <laughs> so there was an, an article in the news this week where a nurse was talking about how people in North Dakota are dying of COVID-19 and they're still denying that they have it as they die. Gotcha. Okay. People that should yeah, be facetiming their friends and families and saying goodbye are wasting the last breaths on earth, denying that they have the very thing that's killed them. Now, obviously, North Dakota is not a super healthy state. You got a bunch of just rosaceous, stricken white people with a diabetes and a shitty fucking information filter that I personally don't feel like we're losing the finest Americans or anything. Sure. But sure. again, as I said before, when our orange president got sick, I celebrate your freedom towards national selection. So the towards Darwinism. So the reason why I'm looking at my phone is because I heard about this and I remember seeing something on Twitter that was attempting to debunk her interview and I didn't click into it because I just didn't care enough. Um, so I'm trying to see if I can find it, but because uh, I'd be curious to read what that was now that well, you're bringing this up. But you know, in the, in this in this era of uh, internet clout and everything, I tell you two things. It's very rare that people over 30 are seeking internet clout in that matter. Sure, and it's very rare that they're 100 percent wrong, even when you debunk them. 
I mean, think about the motivation you have to have to post something like that online. People have all those filters and people are largely embarrassed. They don't want attention. You know what I mean? So I just give a lot of credence to that because you can talk shit about anything once that person had the balls to say something. Sure, sure. sure. You know, and, I, yeah. and, and the Twitter mob and especially young people that have never done anything, they're a lot better at criticizing because it's really easy to criticize everything when you haven't done shit ever. Sure, but I still ever. think it's interesting to look into them and at least evaluate them. I'm not saying yeah, no, no, I mean, for, not, for so. sure. For sure, for sure. But it, it doesn't fit into a narrative that gets my radar antennas up. Rather, I go, well, that makes sense. Yet again, that makes sense. Uh, Donald Trump's son getting sick. Hilarious. Uh, well, also, hilarious. Rudy, Rudy, Thank uh, you for that. <laughs> uh, Rudy Giuliani's son as well. Like, I got to imagine that entire legal it. Trump good. team is going to get. Good, uh, good. I, I celebrate yeah. y'all's freedom. Yeah, yeah that's the most yeah. American thing you can do. You know, if you if you're so fucking uh, gung ho about it and so cocky, okay, go for it, dude. Go ahead. But anyway, uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty 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 standard redneck shit, North yeah, Dakota. Definitely. I'm gonna say definitely. it. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. fucking say I don't give a fuck. Pretty standard redneck shit. Um, and I celebrate you in your hospital beds, still complaining. And I hope that you go to a heaven full of orange people. Okay, fuck you. All right, so now I can move to the happy parts. That's that was the vinegar, the vinegar part. The rest is just coming. Oh, okay, good. All right, Anderson Silva, free agent, free agent. Where is he gonna go? Where is he? Gonna I don't go? care. Don't I'll care. watch because he's still that's still Anderson, dude. You know, if he goes to Bellator, I think he can wreck shop in Bellator. He could go to two hundred five in Bellator and wreck. Are yeah. you telling me Anderson Silva yeah. doesn't beat Ryan Bader? I would love to see Andrew Silva and Gagard Musasi fight. Great matchup. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or let's see, maybe Anderson wants to co come to the dark side, Anderson. You know what I'm going to say. Say it. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Bare knuckle, baby. Yeah. Come to the dark side. Anderson, you know you want some of the smoke. Not, my, not for me, because I have no smoke for you. But the smoke that other men had with no gloves on. Think about it, dude. You don't have to worry about your knee. You had the bum knee that one time. No more worries about knees. Come on. Or do the league that Barnett did in Poland. Uh, oh, with the elbows and yeah. the clenching. Well, I know that's, oh. that is a, that's just a Polish MMA uh, promotion that did a bare knuckle fight. That's case. That was just a one-off thing. I don't know if it's well, a one-off. They, they may do it multiple. They may have done it in the past. I'm not sure. But I know that's just a straight like Polish MMA promotion. Gotcha. Or Eastern gotcha. European, maybe not Polish. I think it is Polish, though. I think it is Polish. I know it's KSW. Um, so with Giuliani, before we move on from Giuliani, because that ties into where we started with the manly man and all that shit, right? His sweat. Yes. <laughs> First of all, just the, internet, the internet wins. The internet wins. I love how people said that was his dark soul seeping through. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> I had this conversation with my wife, because this has been coming up a lot. And then with the Harry Styles thing, it came up a lot and everything which is this, is I, Jamie, like my wife grew up as a hairstylist, right? Her father had hair salons. So she has a different point of view on this stuff where my point of view on my point of view, I, I look down on men playing down their age through only cosmetic trickery. Sure. That makes you a bitch. You're a fucking bitch. Get up, run, 
work out, fucking take some supplements so you can still fuck your wife. But when you get on that testosterone, like precedent, and the first thing on your agenda is putting on fucking bronzer on your face, yeah. I need to know how red blooded Americans that are men, manly men, can fucking celebrate a guy that changes the color of his face. I thought you were a proud white man. I mean, and then you're changing your whiteness because you're not proud of it. And your fucking hair needs a hairdryer to accomplish his style. That's not a man. That's a fucking bitch. How are you celebrating that? He's such an alpha. Excuse me. I guarantee you Chuck Liddell doesn't wake up in the fucking morning with his compact and fixes his fucking powder on his cheeks like the fucking nutcracker. And same thing with Giuliani. Giuliani, talk about putting fucking lipstick on a pig, dude. Oh, you need to fucking... So the little shitty hair that you have on the sides, you gotta dye that? Because your ego... You look like shit, motherfucker. You age like a prune in the sunshine, okay? Worse. That already happened. That already happened. (laughs) It's not fucking subject to debate, you fuck. Oh, but you think... You think that's, that's the fix? Now you're fuckable? No. No. You fucking bitch. And anybody, anybody who's hero and who's out there champion. First of all, if you're out there champion on behalf of another man, you should really question your own fucking life. Okay, let's just start there. I'm out here on behalf of so-and-so because I'm so impressed by what he does. Mr. The Rock is my inspiration. So I came here just to make sure you all watching The Rock movies. I have nothing to sell. Yeah, go door to door. What the fuck are we talking about? God damn it. Fuck you, Giuliani, and fuck anybody who doesn't do anything that takes effort for their appearance. You're a lazy, vain motherfucker. Be a good, vain motherfucker. I wake up to run. I eat good. I shave every fucking day, but I don't have to paste fake fucking eyelashes on me. I'm not out there fucking getting many petties and getting bronzed and fucking getting my eyebrows fucking delineated like an angry if you were. bird. Imagine if you God were. God damn it. Imagine how the much- day you see me do something like that. First of all, and let me tell you another thing. And all of your grooming should be done in private. None of this fucking Instagramming, leaving the eyebrow thread place. What? That should have no likes from any female that likes to fuck. Man, none. None. That's how we fucking show that guy. What? What? So if we were in the tribe and we're about to go on a buffalo hunt, that's the last guy you're going to call. That's the last guy that's going to go hunt for Buffalo. The guy that had his eyebrows threaded and has his fucking bronzer. The goddamn spear is going to slip because you can't clean that bronzer off your hands, homeboy. Good thing we're not hunting Buffalo anymore. Never again, man. But then I looked at the news and on my timeline, all the vinegar, it went away. And the skies, the skies party. Yeah, of course. The clouds. (laughs) And down. Came a hand, rather a fist. And the fist was St. McConnor's. St. McConnor's <laughs> fist. I was thinking about this. Kid. I'm glad you brought this up. Oh, I love that fight. I love that rematch. I don't think Dustin was in the best frame of mind. I think Dustin has evolved. I think the fact that McGregor picked him is both courageous and cocky at the same time. Because he's either he either realizes that he was just on a... McGregor, we got to remember that the rise of McGregor was, it's lightning in a bottle. It's like appetite for destruction. Like you, you, you make a record and you have 10 fucking singles for two years. Like that doesn't happen. It doesn't fucking happen. Connor won every fight he had to win. 
He had a torn fucking knee. He adjusted his fucking strategy to deal with a torn knee and still murk fools. So I do think that some, I think he's courageous in readdressing some of those matchups because he already has the clout. He brings the sport up truly. Yeah. All the people he beat that he rematches, yeah. he's bringing them up to a next level that didn't exist before him, you know? And, I mean, I've, I've told you a million times, I love Connor, but no one has leg kicked him. I don't understand that in my fucking shitty kickboxing civilian head. Because if I had to defend myself from Connor as a shitty 40-year-old fucking civilian, the one thing I would do is leg kick the shit out of him. That'd be the first thing I would do. My face is the furthest away from his left hand when I let kick him. <laughs> I mean, and I'm a fucking layman ass fucking basic dad. Sure. I would love to see somebody fucking let kick him. Aldo didn't fucking let kick him. Guy. Yeah. Well, Aldo didn't really get to do much, you know? So I'm excited about that fight. I think it's awesome. I, and something about a Connor fight. See, and I feel like some of that magic has been lost for me, honestly. Maybe it's because I think it's been so around. long. I think as we're near and it. Maybe as we get closer. But like, I was thinking about this yesterday, actually. Like, I just... It's exciting, yes. I am excited for the rematch. It will be good. Dustin is clearly a much better fighter than where he was. And it's just... I don't know. There's still uh, so many question marks, so many distractions around with Connor. So we'll see. Till he fights. Yeah. yeah. And then we're always like, God damn, I can't believe that dude can do all that shit at the same time as he did it. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like, for sure. Definitely. Like, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Also, I think it's a good fight to bet on. Because Dustin's got to be a dog no matter what. So I like, I, and you know, I don't bet very often, but I think that's one. <laughs> right, but been, like, I, I may put a hundred really bucks on Dustin just, bet against Conor McGregor, though, because of just the circumstances. Uh, I don't know. It's it's like I would have never bet against Holly Holm with Misha, but Vegas Dave made a ton of money with Misha. Problem is, for five rounds, for four rounds and four and a half minutes of that fight, Vegas Dave knew he was gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what he won. <laughs> Nothing's yeah. gonna, like, that's gonna I be guess. like a. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like a I mean, so I think I might do it. Okay, I think I might well. do it. But I'm excited. As you can see, as you can see, I'm in. I'm in. Polish. Yeah, man. So there we got Hall and Weidman. I'm actually excited. I think it's yeah, awesome for Uriah Hall. I think it's a good matchup for both. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited. You're saying about Uriah that. Hall, Chris Weidman. Yeah, Uriah Hall and, and Chris Weidman. I like that matchup. I think it's a good one. You know, I, I'm I'm excited for it, and um, so that's the good the good news with that. Then uh, Mike Perry, Mike motherfucking Perry. Let's talk about watch the fights night. last night. Yeah, let's talk about uh, it. Was a good card. I enjoyed it. Uh, did you watch it? Honest. Did yeah, you watch the entire it. thing? I watched. I, watch, I watched half of it this morning. The other half last night. Okay, I had a long day yesterday. I fell asleep right after Mike Perry last night. Gotcha. And uh, unbelievable. I mean, the prelims were great. <clears throat> Mike Perry's ability. He, he's just a dog. That dude is just a fucking dog. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. He's not highly skilled. No, he's not, not great at, at anything. But he was in there for fucking three rounds. Yeah. I mean, he went out there in the third round trying to win that fight. And he could have. He easily could have. Not, maybe not easily, and, and but he had a shot at it for sure. one of those guys that like, I know this is before your time, but he reminds me a lot of Phil Baroni. Yeah. Phil Baroni was like that, you know, and, and the worst thing is that I hope Mike is making a lot of money because, uh, well, Phil's, Phil's last couple of years haven't been great in general. Uh, there's a lot of reports that he deals with a lot of uh, 
a lot of issues, you know, with substance abuse and things like that. I know he's had very similar issues to Mike Perry, domestic dispute issue, all the issues that come along with uh, spiraling out of control type of which Mike Perry seems to be doing. Let's just be real, which Mike Perry seems to be doing. So, so I don't know, man, but I do find him interesting. He's such a fucking character. I look forward to his interviews. I cringe every time I see him do a post. I cannot With believe that he uses the N-word just because he found out he's like 1% black. <laughs> Bro, it's incredible. And he has it's not, not incredible, not a good way. Let me tell you, stabbed good. by somebody. That's amazing. So that 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 was crazy. The fact that his 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 <laughs> Not even this. This is even the first time he's done this. But with a, a second, second lady, a young lady who is now pregnant as his corner woman. And let me tell you, she was telling him to go to Tim Means' body. She was right. He should have been going to his body. <laughs> but for all intents and purposes, if you're gonna date Mike Perry, you're gonna watch him every minute of training. You gotta be there. Mike Perry requires you to admire him. All the supervision, time. and you have to supervise him because he's either gonna fight somebody or fuck somebody else. Because <laughs> that's what Mike Perry got to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, so. and let's let's give some so it respect. Moves you to be there to keep him out yeah. of jail and to be dealing with another bitch. Uh, and let, let's give some respect to the dirty bird himself, Tim Means. Come on, that jab, that jab, he, so beautiful, good. so technical. He's good. He's good. But I think again, it's another testament to Mike Perry. Hopefully, Tim Means realizes. If you can't fucking put Mike Perry away, you gotta you gotta do some more work. Yeah, definitely to get to the top. You're, yeah, and no listen, question. obviously respect as a fighter and everything, but uh, let's be honest. That's Mike Perry. Mike Perry is not even top fifteen. Yeah. So you need to obviously there's some shit you need to do there because at the very least maybe you don't respond well to uh to chaotic hyper aggression. Some motherfuckers can turn that on. And some motherfuckers have that kind of chaotic hyperaggression with a lot of technique, like a Tiago Alves right. or a Vitor Belfort yeah, yeah, yeah. or, or yeah. somebody like Chico Vera. I mean, absolutely, know. you got the sense if Michael if Mike Perry could land, that fight was going to end quickly. If he could yes, sir. string one good combination together onto means, that fight could have gone very south very quickly, like it did in the first round. My computer did something weird here. Oh. I thought it was going to try to reboot its goddamn self. Because, <laughs> of course, you know how when you turn it on, it's like, God forbid any of these devices reboot when you're asleep. Yeah. You know, they, they don't make them smart enough for that. They can listen to my suggestions right now. And next thing you know, it's pitching me fucking products that I was speaking about. But God forbid got smart enough. Let's talk about the main events last night. The two uh, the two championship fights. Yes. Shevchenko sisters going 2-0 for the night. That's an impressive stat. Not many siblings have been able yeah, to do that in the UFC. What was not impressive was that goddamn fight. It's a bit of a snooze. Oh, my God, dude. Listen, yeah. first of all, if you don't grapple... Grappling is boring as shit. Grappling with no finishes, <laughs> boring her. Female grappling in MMA with zero finishes or risk of finishing, the boringest. The boringest. Oh, look at me now in round four. I'm going to take her down and hold her down. Do you know what I noticed about both women fights? Both the Valentina, well, not with the Antonina Shevchenko fight, but with the title fight and the Caitlin. Chuk- yeah, uh, that fight. Uh, the karate like uh, key eyes with each strike, which I felt like added a sense of more excitement to the fights just by virtue of having that noise in it. 
but agreed. It's underwhelming. When it was, it was, it was. And then, and then with with Davison, he's just better than everyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird with that division because you go. It's getting just as boring as it got with the Mitchus Johnson. Very quickly, yeah, I don't see anybody else. I, in fact, I'm not interested in anybody else, dude. Well, and because hear, that wasn't even a competitive fight. And did you hear the injury thing with Cody? Why Cody had a drop? No, what was it? Apparently, well, apparently he tested positive for COVID, but then following COVID, he's been having like some sort of weird blood clotting, clotting thing, and like his vision's been all out of whack. So whatever it is, it sounds extremely serious. Right, right, right. Not, to, not, not some common. Yeah, uh, not some common of like I tore a shoulder or something. Or right, right, right. Not, not some ortho shit. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's some sort of neurological type thing. Oh wow! So yeah, I don't know. I, I, that doesn't sound good for Cody, and that seemingly was going to be the most exciting. And now you have him. They're already scheduled for December. Uh, Moreno, Brandon Moreno versus uh, Davison, which again is going to be an exciting fight because they're small and quick. But you know what I think? I think the UFC is trying to get rid of Cody. Just he's not going to be a champion. Way. Well, he's Probably not going to be a champion. Yeah. He's not going to be a champion. His time passed. He has a lot of damage. He takes a lot of damage. He's still so young. He's he like 29. Ki- he he kind of thought his star was shinier than Bare he really ever was. Bare and, knuckle. And, and, and Bare he, just, he knuckle. did get pretty famous. I bet you he... he Bare he, knuckle, dude. He's probably pretty high. He'd be great. Bare knuckle. He would be incredible. He's such a he's good perfect. boxer. He's perfect. Oh, get code on the phone. But I think he costs too much money for the UFC. Sure. As an asset... He's yeah. an expensive fighter that's, that's not giving you that anymore, you know? So I, I think that it's, I mean, I, that's kind of what happened with Anderson. What are you going to offer Anderson? 15000 a fight? Can't do that. But you can't really keep paying Anderson whatever you're paying right. him. Well, and Scott can- Coker came out and was talking about he didn't necessarily want Anderson. Which kind of makes uh, sense if he passed on for Bichel Verdue. I think that's what Scott Coker says. Sure, to the public. When maybe. he's waiting for the UFC's counteroffer thing. Maybe. Because he don't need the UFC driving up his prices sure. as a fucking yeah. loyalty to Anderson. Yeah. If you offer Anderson a million right now, the UFC is going to be like, well, I'll match it. Now you're going to have to give him more. And the UFC don't want him, but they'll do him a solid. Yeah. Let's get business, bro. Yeah. Yes. Let's get business. Let's get business. <laughs> but yeah. And then there's one more thing I wanted to check on with you. Do you remember that song, Headstrong? From the early 2000s. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep, yep. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so you've been following this shit. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, but I know the song. It's uh, Isn't okay. that a Puddle of Mud song? It's a, it's Trapped. Okay. Shitty new metal band. Okay. That's probably their only song you will recognize. The sure. only one I recognize. Yeah, yeah. Well, this motherfuckers have been getting into a Twitter with everybody. Because they're like diehard Proud Boys supporters. Trump supporters. Well, did you hear like, about the split within the Proud Boys? This may be getting off topic, but no, 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 I didn't. But but anyway, if you it's worth a Google because they're getting into it. Most bands lean liberal, you yeah, know, yeah, unless yeah. they're country acts or right. something. But uh oh dude, they they got their Facebook canceled, their Instagram no canceled, their person yeah, no way because they're just like spouting up all kinds of shit and getting you and on. And then if people from a different band say something. This guy from Trapped is like, well, we sold. This is why we outsold you. This is how much we sold. And this is how much. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny to me that like people are forgetting. Like, I 
I almost want to take that guy and be like, wait a second. When you want to go eat some good food, you want to take your wife out, your Republican wife, out to dinner. Do you take her to a steakhouse or to McDonald's? Why? Well, McDonald's sells more. So you're saying you're McDonald's. So you could be McDonald's. There's way better food out there. There's way better steak. There's a better burger. Sure. You McDonald's. And that's your argument back. Yeah. That's your argument back. Because guess what? Guess what sells a lot too? Ranchero music. A shit ton. I don't listen to it. I wouldn't be able to tell you who the number one act is. So if the number one act came in here, it's like, well, I'm the number one ranchero. I'd be like, don't give a fuck. Anything with your shit band, pussy. Yeah. That's very funny. Oh, they're headstrong. What do you play at? Oh, my God. Shitty fucking clubs in Mechanicsburg, Michigan. You fuck. Suck my dick. Anyway. That, that's the end that's of That's incredible. Wow. Wow. You really came in hot at there at the I end with that. I with the headstrong guys. I feel better. Good. Good. Um, so the Proud Boys. There's a split. Oh, yeah. So what do you know about the Proud Boys leader? The president uh, currently. It's that little bundle of sticks guy. Uh, uh, reject. Fuck. What's his name? Are you thinking? I hate that I know all these names. Uh, are you thinking of Gavin McInnes? Yes. So yes. Gavin McInnes was the founder. The current president is some dude named Enrique. I don't know his last name. He is strike one. Hispanic name. Disappointed in you. Go Cuban. He's Cuban f- from Florida. So <laughs> your mind's blown. Yeah, <laughs> your mind's blown. Your mind's blown. Wow. That's yeah. like you're telling me that the leader of the Aryan Brotherhood's name is Gustavo Lopez or some shit. Like, what? Well, and right, like, uh, Tim Pool. Uh, are you familiar with Tim Pool? He's yeah, been on yeah. Rogan before. Yeah. He did like a two hour, in, two hour, two hour and a half interview sit down with this dude, Enrique, just to kind of give him an ability to kind of chat. And... I didn't watch all of it, but I watched for for me enough. And where <laughs> <laughs> right. And I know what you mean. Yeah, this guy, where this guy comes from, he doesn't talk about how like the Proud Boys are a uh racist organization. They're an American organization, they're a nationalist organization, they're into this idea of Western civilization, whatever that may mean to you. Uh but the split between the Proud Boys and this is coming from some Antifa Twitter account, some Portland Antifa Twitter account that has been inside, infiltrated the Proud Boys of course, messaging of course. group. <laughs> but apparently there's a split because some other guy is mad that Enrique is some brown dude and is very explicitly saying, no, we are a white militant <laughs> going leaning super hard into the racism. And now they want to be known as the Proud Goys, which I guess is some sort of y- Yiddish word for Gentile, I believe. I am about... It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. I'm about to say something that I've always thought about. Ah, fuck. So, the... The full, the full delineation of whites only organizations are a huge double edged sword for me. I feel that a society we're better off with them not letting other races in. 
I disagree with all of their messages. Sure. But the smarter, cunning ones, right? The redneck thinks he should just be white. That's right. what I want. I want the redneck in charge. Yeah. Because the redneck's going to convince, he's only going to convince other stupid rednecks. Right. That that's the way to go. The problem is that it's an unspoken fact that I consider to be undeniable that a lot of racism against black people is universal in this country. Vietnamese people, sure. Mexican people, yeah, yeah, they don't like black people yeah. for different reasons completely that have nothing to do with slavery and have nothing to do with white association. Yeah. Okay. Um, There's racism everywhere. There is, there is. Uh, like I, I've told you about Mexico's fucking hypocrisy with that. Right. You know, like in Mexico, there is no black people. But the only reason that there is no black people is because the black people that came to the early American continent stayed in the Caribbean because that's where the settlers first came from Spain. As they made their way up, they started enslaving the natives. So in Mexico, they showed up and they just enslaved the fucking um, the, the native Indian, uh, the native American, uh, North American Indians that were there, you know, so. I never saw a black person in Mexico City till I was about 12 years old. And he was a student exchange guy that I saw at the basketball court, of course, who came in for like six months. But that's the only place in my life in Mexico right. I'd ever seen a black guy. Now, if you go to like uh, Cancun or Cabo or Acapulco, well, those are tourist destinations. Sure. You know, then you're going to see black people. And I used to come here for the summers all the time anyway. So I was always around black people my entire life. But I do know that to a lot of them, that's not, that's not something that they, that they see. And because a lot of them have family that move here and flourish, it's very hard to relate to the public plight represented by the African-American community. It's hard to relate to it because all those other immigrant uh, uh, nationalities are going through right. They all chips on their shoulders. Uh, yeah, and, and when they come here, they have less rights than black people, just because black people were born here. So you tell an immigrant that had to come here, figure out how to get legal, get paid under the table, less than minimum wage, eventually figures it out, gets a job, and literally pulls themselves up by their bootstraps. You try to tell them that an American that was born here with all the rights, all the access, right? Because the impediment that a lot of the illustrations show from the black community is that they block knowledge and they do and they have, but the access is there, you know, like, and they have phones and they have internet. And so, so the reality is that it's a matter of, re-educating yourself from the education that your environment has bestowed upon you unbeknownst to you. When you're an immigrant, you have to do that. Right. Because you came from there. Yeah, yeah. Now you're dropped here. Yeah, well, entire, you better start looking around yeah, and seeing how shit works. You know what I mean? Right. And so I consider the, the amalgamation of those groups into other races a dangerous thing because it serves to alienate black people further. Sure. Because then you could get the entire melting pot more united against a smaller portion of the fucking melting pot. Right. And that's a huge issue. That's why back when uh, the Trevor Martin thing happened, I remember, I, remember I, I used to talk to you about it a lot and I'm still armed by it because they just glossed over it. Eventually, they were referring to George Zimmerman as a white Hispanic. 
I would like to know what the definition of that is. Because, because here's the thing about it. Growing up in Mexico and in Colombia and in anywhere else, and there's white people in Mexico too. Sure. I'm considered white in Mexico because I'm not fucking full Native American, Native Mexican because I have Spanish descendants. Ancestors. My kids, ancestors. my kids, I mean, uh, ancestors, excuse me, because <laughs> I'm a descendant of Spanish people. My, uh, you know, me and you have the same fucking mom. You're white as shit. Your father's what? side of the your father's <laughs> side of the family from New Mexico, a ton of Spanish influence yeah. there as well, you know. So if you're smart and you're Aryan type of fucking dum dum, then you can latch onto that, which is a fact. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those guys are white European. My cousin's last name is Martel. That's fucking French. <laughs> you know what I'm saying baby. yeah and that was in Mexico dude yeah. I know German people totally so so that, I mean our brother Ricky looks like fucking Ashton Kutcher he's 100% Mexican so I, I find more danger in the cunning sure. leadership sure. of totally. those that realizes what we're talking about and can't exploit it because they can't yeah, absolutely. It's, absolutely it's a, it's a ripe yeah. exploitable fruit that's ripe for the peak for the picking. It's right there. And so I, I, that alarms me. Sure. Because in my opinion, that could get legs. That could get legs. And I, I, as controversial as this may be, I still see the, the representation of black furthering causes have a propensity toward self-victimization. It's not going to work with immigrants. That's only for white people. The immigrants didn't fucking enslave you. The white people did. So that's never, so, so, so don't, don't go telling somebody that walked across Mexico right. by foot that they should feel bad for you. You choose to not do a lot of things. You choose to follow a lot of shit that's stupid, that's bad for you. There, you know, Venus and Serena learn to play fucking tennis in Compton. And tennis is supposed to be a fucking white sport. And it's supposed to be a country club sport. So, how'd they do it then? They did it. That's how. Their dad was like, no, fuck all this noise. This is what we're going to focus on. Well, you can do that with anything. You could do it with engineering. You could do that shit with medicine, with biology. Yeah. With but, but, but when you hear the rhetoric from those groups, it's like, well, how come somebody that's bigger than us doesn't come and bestow this upon us in our communities? Because it got to come from you, which is something I always say here in this podcast. I've said ad nauseum. It starts with your household. starts with your community. starts with your fucking effort, which ties back around with not painting yourself fucking orange. Eat good food so you don't look like shit. Start with that. Get exercise. Don't run. Go out for a fucking walk so the sunshine turns you orange. How about that? Is that too too lofty of a fucking concept? Because it cuts across like socioeconomical barriers. You can do it if you're poor or rich. Like, but people don't want to hear this could be happening. It's not happening because you're lazy. Because nobody looks at you and goes, you know what? I'm having a problem with motivation, man. No, no, no. I'm a victim. Well, how does anybody expect me to eat right if I'm stressed all the time because mama's got the diabetes and my husband left me? And, and I'm not saying those things don't happen. Right. You know, I'm not here to cry about the fucking difficult things in my life, but they're there. And because they're there, I know I have to do these other things or it's going to be worse. 
you know, and, and, and that's, that's the danger with those fucking secular organizations realizing some of those things is that you're, we're, we, we can fall to the Machiavellical prowess. Totally. An okay leader. Yeah. Not an amazing leader. An okay, mediocre Kanye West type leader. <laughs> that's a fucking problem. You know, that being said, if you look at the context of numbers, White supremacy is like the COVID-19. It's very secular. It's very minimal. We just know more because they can make more noise publicly for free now than ever. They don't have to pull out an ad in the newspaper. You know? So at the same time, my favorite part about all of that nowadays is that they love social media. I like knowing who you are. It exposes people for sure. When I was growing up, they hid. You didn't know who, who, who had those beliefs or not. Nowadays, the internet clout of displaying that is too alluring for them to stay quiet. Which is wild. I, but I love that, though. I'd rather know up front. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm fine with that. You know, that means that I don't have to be as hypervigilant about what you're hiding. Thank you. Because it's still, because you know how much more or less it's affected me since social media? It has not changed. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not involved in any of that shit. So it doesn't fucking matter. You know? You know where they're not at? In successful businesses that I deal with. Because in gambling, you cannot just cater to white people. Technology cannot just cater to white people. I mean, business. And in most general. importantly, in my personal life, high levels of effort cater to individuals that want to improve themselves. And those are every color. I'm racist against lazy, entitled, and self-victimizing. The color of your fucking skin is the least of my fucking concerns. You know, that's, but if we do that, then you could truly have an elite fucking class, which is why the rhetoric that we have in place that's been perpetuated by the media works for everyone. Yeah, it's about color, man. No, it's not. It's that you're a pussy and you're not willing to do the work. And I am. And because of that, I'm going to be your boss the rest of your fucking life. That's no one wants to hear that, dude. That's a fucking problem. Because guess what? Who's going to hear it? Other guys like me. Now we're going to fucking connect. Right. And we, you don't need us connecting. Right. The poor people don't need us connecting. And the rich people don't need us connecting. They need us coming up with such a specific, secular, amazing idea that you break into their bubble. And they have to adjust slightly. But they don't need a group of like-minded people connecting in that sense. Creating, what would it be? A medium ground. We don't need a medium ground. We need polar opposites. That's what we can control. Black and white, stupid, different, stupid. That's what's controllable. <laughs> different, stupid, different, that's stupid. what's controllable. You know what I mean? Like something that's in the middle that's like taking from each other. Right. They don't need mixed martial arts. You know, they don't. And it makes it, MMA would be bad for all these people. What they want is they want Taekwondo, Sudokwan, Moduquan, Kung Fu, Judo, like everything separated. Oh, you're all the best. Yeah, they hate you. They hate you. Like that's, that's what works. What they don't want is fucking mixed martial arts, dude. Yeah. You know, because as soon as you need mixed martial arts, now you got to learn from everyone. Because you need the side turning kick from the Taekwondo guy, the wrestling takedown from the fucking wrestler, the submission from the jiu-jitsu guy. Like they they don't want that. And that so so 
long, super long answer to the division of the Proud Boys for any white nationalist organization. That's what I think is the danger with it. Yeah. I don't remember what else I was going to get into after that. I was whole long. <laughs> I thought about this though. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Because it, it me, dude. Like it worries me. Like the fact that the entire nation glossed over that whole fucking white Hispanic. I was like, no one. <laughs> no one. Like I, I, I hear this, and, and everybody's like, you know, the news, the weather's the weather. Like, <laughs> white Hispanic now. I thought my brother Ricky was the only white Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> Just how you can be one. Just by Apparently so. doing something like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess so. <laughs> then I started thinking like, what should I do so that people will call me a white Hispanic? Then how could I revert it? <laughs> like you do one thing to be like, oh, well, that's a white Hispanic. And then you do another thing. It's like, oh, no, that guy's not a white Hispanic. No, white Hispanic. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, and then, you know, just know. <laughs> so you can like hop in and out of it. You know, like I'm in California. I'm in California. I'm in Nevada. You know, really gas station. <laughs> but yeah, literally, yeah, one side of the fence, other side. I like it. I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, being a white Hispanic. You're a white Hispanic. Hold on, hold on. It's starting to break up a little bit. I am a, I am yeah. a white Hispanic. I am. Yeah. That's an accurate statement. Now, you know why I don't clown on you for your hair? Why? Because you're not trying to look younger. No, I just like the purple hair. I was going to take a picture of it because it, it got frozen with a mist of yours. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, these oh, technical yeah. difficulties, I feel like are a sign that we should get out of here. Yeah, I mean, at least we, we showed up. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking showed up. Oh, yeah, we did. Um, so that's been it. This has been another episode of The Children of the Beast. You can I, I got through all of my notes. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I will announce, we will be unveiling the new um, the new theme song for the, for the show. First episode of December. Ooh. First right. episode of December, we should have it ready to go. Exciting! Uh, I'm gonna be recording the, uh, the 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 vocals with a couple of gentlemen here oh. this week because I have the four day weekend for Thanksgiving, so I have a, I have the time I, uh, to do it. And uh, yeah, man, so, I have this. So next we're gonna we're gonna keep upping after that. After yeah. we do the theme song, we're gonna update the logo for the show and the banner. Beautiful. I don't know what yet, but we got to come up with something. Yeah, I got a couple of people that do that kind of work. I may yeah. reach out to them and see if they can pitch me. Some sure. things, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Cool. I think uh, I think uh, 2021 we start. Uh, we hit it we hard. Get, yeah, we got to get our social medias. Yeah, we hit it hard. I'm gonna start hitting up that fucking guy from the bare knuckle boxing too. We gotta. But that means we also have to get a couple of email accounts that are just for uh, the podcast. Yeah, that's easy to do. So, yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta basically structure the the actual podcast as its entity and us as employees of that entity in the way that we can conduct. So the fitness. should we buy a domain? Not now. Why? Oh. It's all in the socials, dude. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. I really don't. I mean, the only the only benefit that I would see from that is that we would have an email at Children of the Beast. That's that's about point. that's about the only yeah. fucking. But that's still gonna cost us like three hundred bucks a year. And now you gotta have something up there. I don't know how to make a website. I can do that. 
You can Squarespace it? I, I, I could do something. I don't know what, but I can figure it out. Well, then I'm not opposed to it. I mean, if you want to look into it, I, I honestly, other than... Because in my head, it's as simple as like throwing the logo up there and then a episode. Although if we want to start doing some merch, which I am going to be doing next year. And then we could expand to that. Yeah. We could expand to that. So I think, I think first we got to just start it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. We need to get the domain. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. The answer is yes. Okay. The answer is yes. So I'm going to cut all this out so nobody buys our domain. Yeah, true, true. true. (laughs) Yeah, but also we'll, we'll come up with something that, you know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're sorry. First of all, I'll take that as a fucking huge compliment. <laughs> if someone buys, has heard our show and is like, "I'm gonna fuck this guy so much." You're like, "My man, you're so a fan." Yeah, we is here. You know? <laughs> all right, good point. Good point. I'm gonna leave this in now. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Should you shut, motherfucker? <laughs> so I say to that motherfucker, "Oh, bitch," because oh. it could be a bitch. I don't discriminate. Male or females, you either motherfucker or you a bitch or both. Oh, a bitch, both <laughs> a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my hope because it sounds more aggressive when you call it. For sure, bitch definitely. ass motherfucker yeah. is better than motherfucker and bitch on their own. Well, and I, I, something I've noticed, I feel like in this family we're very liberal with not just cursing, but. The, the use, like the variety of curse words we use. Cause I feel like there's some people who like, they just get very into fucking and they throw like fucking a whole, like they just start oh. fucking a whole lot. As a, and we're an equal opportunity. That comes from, I mean. that comes, that comes from two places. Number one, your dad always got you into literature and reading and you cannot be into <laughs> literature and that shit without expanding your lexicon. Sure. Number two, when I moved here, I decided that I was going to learn to speak English as best as possible because I despite people pretending like they don't know what you're saying because you're an immigrant. Sure. So no, if you don't know what I'm saying, it's because you're ignorant and because I speak your own native language better than you, <laughs> which I celebrate. And at that point, I look at you as my inferior because this is still my second language and writing. I like writing songs. I don't want to use simple, stupid ass fucking songs. I want to say shit. I want to fucking, you know, so to me, to me, the word motherfucker is no different than the word enticing. Well, it is an enticing word, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, well played. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's like saying, oh, you don't paint with that color paint on this canvas. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck, motherfucker. You know, all those are, they're different colors. And sometimes it's the only color that works for that painting or for that canvas or for that shadow that you need to fucking put on that tree. Yeah, a person like a motherfucker. <laughs> and speaking of motherfucker, you gotta watch the Kevin Hart special. It's good. Is it? It just dropped. Yeah, right? yeah, I liked it. Yeah, last night. It's good. It's a good one, dude. It's a good one. He did it right. He did it right. Okay. Also, looking forward to the Joe Rogan episode with Dave Chappelle and fucking uh, Donnell Rollins. I couldn't stand how many Joe Rogan advertisements Spotify was running on the UFC broadcast. I mean, it was cool. Like the first like two, three times. Did you not see this? Uh, you know what? Because I only uh, watch it through the Mike Perry fight, and this okay. morning it was already recorded. Gotcha. And with the ESPN app, you could just go to each fight. Gotcha. Okay. So, so I don't watch the broadcast. They, I just, yeah, I, it's gotten addicting, honestly, dude, because I like waking up in the morning and just being able to right. play the fight and they, I don't have to see the walkout and all that. They spot basically the whole premise of the ad is they're making Joe Rogan into being known as like the boom guy, and it's just like a super cut of him going boom, boom, boom. 
home from like him like watching fights and whatnot. It's a pretty good commercial and it's cool, but like I watched it like yeah, but 10 that has times nothing. But that has nothing to do with the podcast though. But it's Joe Rogan. They're trying to make him into a brand. I mean, the boom thing makes sense in the context of Joe Rogan commentator for a third of the UFC events a year. Not Joe Rogan, the podcaster. That's fucking stupid. But you know what? Whatever. Whatever. I, I like one thing about this whole Spotify thing. I like that Joe Rogan has not responded aggressively. So they can't say, yeah. see, you made a mistake with this fucking pig. They can't say that. But at the same time, Joe Rogan saying, no, fuck you pussies. This is what we agreed on. And this is what we're going to do. And we yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. And they got to toe the fucking line. because, And that's honestly, this kind of ties back down to everything we've been talking about. This is a perfect representation of what millennials need to learn. You don't ever lose this nobility. Don't ever lose this drive towards your principles. But use it to infiltrate the system so that you can affect change. You don't just get to point your finger from afar and not realize that at the end of the day, dollar is king. Go and be a Zuckerberg. Go and be a whoever you need to become to get your shit heard. And the thing you're going to find by the time you get to that point is that your compass will have adjusted because of all the different variables that you will encounter on the way there that you have not had the life experience to consider to form your current opinion. Because they're, they're, you know, we're not wrong and we're not right. You know, they're wrong complaining because guess what? You could just quit. You could just quit working at Spotify. Go work for a nonprofit that helps fucking run away homosexuals, dude. I don't care. Listen, they're out there. Go, go fucking do it. But you cannot complain about a company making a deal, which is pretty. First of all, you got this job in exchange for money. Let's start there. You came to Spotify asking for money for your work. You didn't say, I came here for a fulfilling working environment. I really don't care about the financial compensation because <laughs> I, uh, I have, uh, I've been living above the, above the plane of existence of just sustenance and shelter. So uh, I live on my yoga mat and uh, yeah, you know, well, wherever like, I may roam. What's the most interesting thing? Like, right. There's all these stereotypes about Spotify employees, but I would love to actually see, listen to an interview from one of them. It's probably the minority. It's, and that's the other part that I'm pretty right. sure that Spotify is a microcosm of the rest of the world where it really, it's a fucking very small minority of people I would just, I would just that are love, creating a stink over things. I would love you know? for them to be able to actually like, right. Have an opportunity to like make their argument. Cause I'm sure it'd be yeah. a very poor one. I'm sure it would be a very poor one. And yeah, it would but, fall but, apart but very see, quickly. But what I would like is happening. for them. What I would like is for them to have the balls and the integrity to go, do a podcast. And I would love to see Spotify show as a company how woke they are by not taking any action against them as long as they're good employees. You feel me? So the people that have a problem- Isn't that what I just said? For them to go out and say what they that actually made well, well, yeah, yeah. But, but, but if they get retaliated against immediately, then that validates their views. If those views, as long as they're not interfering with their work performance- are completely indifferently tolerated and ignored by their employers, I celebrate that. Because otherwise, what you can seek is the cloud of getting fired because of what you said. Fuck that. Take that off the tape. <laughs> You're a good employee. 
and you did your podcast outside of work hours, say whatever you want. Well, and also like I want- But if you're not a good employee, we're going to publicize where you were faltering in your job performance. And because you are disparaging the company, we feel that you- don't line up with our principles. Sure. And here's the evidence. So that's, you know what I'm saying, dude? Like, and like, I wonder like what position within Spotify these people are like, is it the accountant? Is it like the social media guy that runs their Twitter account? <laughs> like, like I'm very, like, let's get it. Like, is it the janitor? I don't know. <laughs> it's gotta know. be the barista <laughs> and the bagel. Sugar guy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. I'm like, what do you do? I smear the bagels around here and I don't appreciate non-binary. Oh, last time. (laughs) There's a new show on ABC. Okay. And it's a David E. Kelly show. Uh, David E. Kelly used to do a lot of the law shows like uh, the practice in Boston legal. Okay. And uh, he's, it's a big, he's a big deal. Um, As a new show, Forgot the name of it. Good show, though. <laughs> but uh, so good, you remember the name. Well, no, I just watched it. There's only one episode, and okay. we've been running out of shit to watch. But anyway, in the show, there's a guy who uh, who is a trucker, and they're setting him up to be like a serial killer of some sort. He he's after, and he's a trucker, so he he's at a truck stop, and he grabs a lot lizard from the truck stop, and as soon as the lot lizard climbs on top of the truck, I'm looking at my wife. I'm like, I'm like, that's a fucking dude. And she's like, that does look like a dude. But you know, sometimes there's some females that have sure. stronger jawlines. Jawlines, yeah, yeah. As we go through, it is a dude. Uh, the dude gets stunned with a stun gun and then wrapped up Dexter style right? So that's how we know this guy's a bad guy. And then um, he picks up this other two girls. He has like a fucking like a little uh, road rage incident. Okay. And these two girls are like, fuck you. And they pass them, but then they car breaks now. So of course he catches up. It's on the highway. <laughs> you see, see, see where I'm going. This. So of course he stuns him and fucking puts him in the back of the truck. And so of course they wake up in the back of the truck and uh, they take their thingy off, you know, they, yeah. they duct tape yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And they, they start escaping and they look over at the end of the trailer and there's the, 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 the first, the lot lizard, the, the, the lot lizard, <laughs> uh, 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 non-binary. I forget. It's fucking pronouns because uh, i looked it up the man. no well that, that's all i listen and this will tie into this but anyway so they they already had him uh uh or her or no, whatever him. you said it right him i listen i'm trying not to be inflammatory i know so i'm correct i did not pay attention to them theirs pronouns you know what i'm saying so the girls go and open it and by then the makeup it's not the same anymore. <laughs> the, the lot lizardness is, is washed off slightly. And that's just a normal and, lizard. <laughs> it's a man. It's a man. It's an effeminate man. You know what I mean? Like, not a manly man, Candace. An effeminate man. And so they open it and they, they revive it. Him. They give him like a CPR or whatever. Then yeah. the, the show continues. And so then my wife, by then she's like, oh, I got to look this motherfucker up. And I know I've seen him, but it's a dude that has done like fashion shows with a beard. He's really thin, really skinny, and he'll be like full woman, but with a beard. Oh, I'm not familiar. Oh, I got yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to have to Google it and send it your way because then we looked it up. Right. And then they had a whole wiki on it. And it's like, I get the respect part and all that. But could you just fucking put on there if a man was, if a person was born a male or a female? I mean, that that still is a fact. You either have a dick or you have a pussy. That's just how you're born. Doesn't mean 
that you're not entitled to be recognized and seen how you wish to be seen, right? But does that mean concealing just regular aspects of human experience that we've been having since the beginning of time? It's not a big deal. No one has to force you to do anything you don't want to do or be anything you don't want to do. But if you had a dick, you're still a dude. That's that, like, we, we looked up three fucking biographies and the way they were written, it looked like they were written at gunpoint by, <laughs> <laughs> like the author had the guy there like, you will fucking, you're a, you, what? Pronouns. <laughs> Pronouns. You, you're asking me what? You asking me what? About what? A human? I don't know. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, it's terrible. But I will find out who it is and I'll yeah, text you later. Because it's, uh, you know, it's interesting. I think uh, the tide is turning. I think the tide is turning. I think that we needed Trumpy to be so extreme. And now a lot of that energy, they were... People don't realize how much of their energy was going into this hate monger yeah. because he is. Definitely. But you're still carrying that energy inside. Yeah. You know, I reckon you should be cautious because that shit's inside you. And as somebody who likes to let his vinegar out, so guilty vinegar. as charged, your so honor. Vinegar. I walk in here after that, I don't have that shit in me, Nama. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to make some tapas with my wife, dude. You know, I'm going to hang out with my kids. Like, th this is just a part of the slice of my brain and what it thinks about. How about when that's the whole thing? Can't Watch be out. good. Can't Watch be out. good. Watch out. <laughs> Can't hey, listen, be good for I'll, anybody. I always, say, for anybody. I always say walk the walk. I don't think you should walk that walk. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No, Definitely no. Not. You should sprint. Yeah. Like, you Away should from do that. Like, yeah, yeah. Some, some of the walks you got to walk and some of them you just got to do a 40-yard dash. Away. And by the way, and and do not time yourself. We ain't going for records here. Do your dash, move on. Do your dash. That's how I handle my rage. You know, it's like I'm walking, 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 and then I gotta get pissed. I do a 40-yard dash. <laughs> okay, that's it. Let's walk again. And back to walking, baby. Back to walking. Sometimes I have to do 30, 30 dashes a, a fucking day. You know, but then there's other days where I don't even have to dash one time. I'm just like, I'm walk all day because I ain't carrying that shit around. But some of y'all motherfuckers are carrying that shit around. I keep this warning. That's it. That, that, that was the last there was something that you reminded me of at the beginning of that, and I completely forgot about it. And it was good. I know it was oh, yeah. good, but, but it's 40, gone. The 40-yard dash? No, it was, it was way at the beginning when you started talking about the show and this person. The it's trans, gone. The the the, the, the uh, non-binary folk. Yeah, was it about non-binaries people? I don't think so. About uh, but it was sparked uh, by that. So whatever gun, it was, gun, was sparked gun, by gun to the head. No, it's gone. It's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, I was trying to find out the name of that show, but. Hulu is not the most friendly goddamn uh, platform, you know. <laughs> Especially when I'm changing passwords on you. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, you know, like the the like the you want to watch this again type of thing, oh, yeah, or have you watched? Like, it, it, it's not it's very bad. good, you know. It's a little bad. It just needs to be like a history section, like a history tab. I was just yeah, like, but show a, me what I've but seen. A, a proper one, though, you know, not like a fucking 
Yeah, cannot remember it. I will I will text you later about it because <sighs> it's, it's worth a good Google. Well, now that we've forgotten everything, let's end the show. That's what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. It is. We start on the track, we lose complete track, <laughs> show's track. over. We start on the track, lose uh, complete track, uh, show's over. That's what we do. Yeah. I had an entire go. shelf of glasses fall on me and break and shatter. Why? Poor design. <laughs> Poor construction design, I assume. The Who pe- put the shelf up? The people that built this house. Oh, really? It was like a shelf that was on the on the wall already? It was a shelf inside the cabinet that you put, like, glassware on. And the front peg on one of the sides was apparently loose. And I put a glass on it. And it tilted. And all the glass oh, fell on the counter and on the tile around my feet. And somehow, I didn't get cut. But I lost, like, a good 16 glasses. Oh, <laughs> it was like it was a mascara glass. It was everywhere. I'm still afraid there's glass shards in places I couldn't find and clean up after. You better, you better do a good uh, shop vacuum. I'm living in danger. The floor is not lava; it is glass. It is glass. <laughs> well, you know, don't don't cut your Achilles. Oh my god! <laughs> I, heard, I, I heard they can't fix it. They cannot. I don't believe so. They, they can't fix that. No, they can't. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a I'm avoid, avoiding danger every which way. Right? I've had the COVID scare this week. We closed down the preschool for this following week. You did? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! It's um still don't know the result. Uh, we had I had a coworker test positive, unfortunately, or didn't test positive. She was with someone who did post testative. Like right before the person tested positive. So she has a very known exposure. She was tested a couple of days ago. We're st- her test results should be getting back in later today or possibly tomorrow. Um, my understanding is that she feels fine. No symptoms or anything. So fingers crossed. There's no um, sickness anywhere. But just out of... Uh, we were already closed half the week for Thanksgiving anyway. So just out of precaution. We closed down for the entire week. So. Well, shit. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys. Uh, yeah, hopefully there's no out. COVID. Hopefully there's no COVID. Yeah. In the I, I've been staying away from a couple of uh, possible COVIDial situations that pop up, you know, yeah. but uh, COVIDial, <laughs> yeah. the COVIDials got to stay yeah. away from the COVIDials. But uh, so far, so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, same. you know, women, women so fucking cautious is a Mikey thing anyway. Right. It's just. If anything, it's even, you know, even for like Thanksgiving, Ricky just let me know that I guess they're not going out of town. Oh, they're not. Or, well, they, he said that they, they for, I think Danica's mom is. The grandma, uh, grandma's super nervous about it. They're, they're Danny's afraid of it and everything. So um, I don't think they want to, they want to gamble it. When did you, when did you talk to him about this? Cause I wonder if your info's more recent. I, I haven't, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Uh, I understand Danica reached out to Jamie, I think. And Ricky texted me a couple of days ago saying that he did not think that they were going to be in town, that if I needed help with the lights or whatever, that was fine. But I already made plans. You know, we're, we're going to have Jamie's mother come. Oh, yeah. Dope. And and uh, and I think for Christmas, what I was going to talk to you guys about is see, like, once we know, first of all, in the next week or so, we should know about Sisolak, whether he's going to close anything down or not. Which I assume he will. It's possible. I don't think it makes a difference. I think the majority of this is, I think the PR that they're doing in town is good enough. Sure. Akin to closing because the, yeah, yeah. the, the town's not busy. Yeah. Most no. of the shit that's open is, is, you know, um, 
I mean, I don't think the effects of a full shutdown are the same as it was before because we've had the, the experience of it now, you know? So yeah, uh, businesses are better equipped to provide yeah, mobile yeah, offerings go- and whatnot. And to keep going, exactly, yeah. exactly. Better so, anyways. But I'm, I was thinking for Christmas, the only thing that might work is who, like if we, once we plan it, if we do um, testing, yeah. everybody gets tested and quarantines until they get the test, doesn't see anybody else until we meet for Christmas. Right. So we'd have to get tested like two or three days before Christmas Yeah. and nobody leaves, you know? Yeah. That's basically the only way that I, that I can do it just because Michael's doing great. Right. You know, and it's one year. It's already, the year's already fucked. You know, I don't think that like one Christmas is going to be the make it or break no, it. Definitely not. Or we could be smart. Right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's I think definitely worth it too, food. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is like, for me, my perspective is that it's worth to get tested so we can spend it together. Yeah. But I also realize that that's something that I need. So it's not convenient for everybody. Right, so yeah, I, would yeah. never, I would never just automatically expect people to yeah. comply because that's just not, you know, I, right. I, that's just what we would need in order to do it. So right. we'll talk. And about like, it. I feel like if anyone doesn't, is it okay with that? Like, right. It's a telling and be like, okay, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, because I get it any other time of the year, but from the 23rd to the 26th, nobody's doing shit. Sure. You know? So I think, I think if everybody could just get, get a test on the 23rd, then we, we should right. all be negative. And then as long as nobody goes anywhere after that and we plan, everybody plans their groceries and their shit so that we could literally just quarantine for, from right. the 23rd to the 25th, then that's yeah. perfectly safe. Yeah. That's doing the most that we could all possibly do. Yeah, absolutely. To still spend Christmas together responsibly and, and lower an unerasable risk. Yeah. Yeah. So cool, bro. Right on. All right, let's well, do this. Uh, episode 17, I think. Maybe it's eight, episode 18. Whatever. We'll figure the fuck out. Numbers is numbers. Numbers is numbers. Children of the Beast. Follow the show on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you get the podcasts or any sort of YouTube video channel show. Children of the Beast podcast. You can find us. <laughs> Leave us a review. Subscribe. Uh, you can follow Carlos at Wolfchild1980 on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Andrew underscore the hut with two T's. Same places, Twitter, Instagram. And that's it. Bye. Time's up. Time's up.